Welcome back to Over Here. My name is Nick Finzer, and today we have on the show a really great trombonist, an old friend of mine from the Juilliard days here in New York. Uh, that's Javier Nero. Javier's a trombonist. He moved from New York down to Miami to pursue a degree at the University of Miami, uh, and he ended up with two degrees from there, and he is a great writer as well as trombonist. And I'm really excited to be able to present him to you guys today because he is working on a brand new album. He's seeking a little bit of help and I'll let Javier tell his story right now. All right, so today we're here with great trombonist Javier Nero. Thanks for being here, Javier. Thanks a lot for having me on, Nick. And uh, so Javier is uh, running a campaign for his new album. And uh, so Javier, why don't you give us a little rundown of uh, what's happening with this new project of yours? So, um, yeah, um, I'm currently running an Indiegogo campaign um, to fund my uh, first album. It's entitled uh, Freedom. And uh, that's actually a composition of, uh, of mine. And so, like, the album is, is named after one of the tunes that will be on there. And uh, that that tune was actually written. Um, it's been like about five years or five or six years ago now. Um, I wrote that song when I finished undergrad at Juilliard. I was really happy to <laughs> to get out of there. And um, but then I ended up staying in grad school anyway for the next five years. Um, so like I mean like the part of the part of the tune is um, happiness to be done with school and to move on, but also. Um, it's a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek because like the harmony in the song also features like very typically western type things like one five one four type type movement that sounds very like patriotic oh so, okay yeah nice so we first uh, met at juilliard but why don't you give people a little background about you where you came from and how you got started playing trombone yeah um i grew up in uh the Portland, Oregon area. Um, I usually tell people I'm from Portland, but I'm really from a suburb called uh, Vancouver, Washington, mm -hmm. which is right across the Columbia River. So uh, I grew up playing in uh, like a typical high school uh, band program. Um, middle school. I started in middle school and played in jazz band and the wind ensemble and did marching band, parade band, all those types of things. And um, I got really involved in jazz um, in high school. Um, uh, under a mentor, a guy named Thera Memory, who recently passed, um, but uh, he ran like a an organization um, outside of high school that would like bring in like a lot of really talented students in the area, and that's where where I really started getting serious about playing. In that band, we would travel and do different uh, competitions around the country, and um, the level was really high, so it really inspired me to keep to keep pushing forward and like practicing a lot. So is music always something that you were interested in, or did it kind of come later for you? It was something actually uh, that was forced on me. Um, my parents made me join band. I really didn't want to. I was like really resistant about it. Uh, I was a pretty shy kid, and mm -hmm. my parents told me that they wanted me to try to come out of my shell, so they thought that like performing or uh, learning a musical instrument was, was a way for me to uh, develop more social skills. Okay. And so, um, actually, the trombone was an instrument that they bought for me at a garage sale from some family friends, and they brought it home and that and told me that that was the instrument that I had to play. So that's funny. <laughs> yeah. And then, so tell me, how did you get to New York? I know you—that's where we met. So, what kind of brought you to New York as a musician? Yeah. So um, I, I went to New York for undergrad um, to study at the Juilliard School. My um, it's funny enough because actually uh, Juilliard was one of the only schools I didn't apply for as an uh, as a senior in high school going into um, into undergrad, and part of the reason was just like 
you know, some of the things that I'd heard about like the vibe at the school, but also just like their application was like so obnoxious, like all the songs that they wanted you to put on there. And um, so, but luckily enough, I was part of the uh, Young Arts Program, um, which at the time was also sponsored by NFAA. I don't even know if that exists anymore, but um, I played in the combo um, for Young Arts and the drummer was uh, Carl Allen. They hadn't selected a student drummer, so they had like a uh, like a teacher and like faculty member from Juilliard that played with us, and he actually recruited me straight from that program, and I ended up applying late and being accepted. And uh, so like very last minute, it took a turn, because I was actually planning on coming to University of Miami for my undergrad, but last minute I decided to go to Juilliard after I got accepted. And so what kind of led you from Juilliard down to Miami? I know you've been down there for a little while now. Yeah, well, I mean, like, like I said, like one of my my first initial intention was to go to DUM for my for my undergrad. I had um, met Shelley Berg, uh, who's the dean of the music program, when I was in high school doing a program called uh, Jazz Band of America, and uh, I just thought he was like a really great teacher, really great guy, and so he he got me like really pumped about going to school there, and uh, I'd also seen like a lot of um, videos of University of Miami's band. They have like a history of like having really great big bands, which is something I've always really enjoyed writing for and playing in. And uh, University of Miami is actually one of the first um, programs in the United States to offer a degree in jazz. So they've been around for quite a long time. Um, so, I mean, yeah. <laughs> nice. So, so have you always, I know you were always writing when we were in school together. And so I know you went down there and you were doing a degree in, in writing, or is that right? Yeah, so my, um, when, I, when I came down for the, the master's degree, I did this um, really interesting program, which was like really informative. Uh, it was called the studio slash jazz writing um, degree. And uh, the studio part is actually um, learning how to operate a studio. So I learned um, a lot about like audio engineering, mixing my own music, uh, what types of mics to use for different types of instruments, placement, all those types of things, and running the soundboards. And then the other half of the uh, degree was um, jazz composition and arranging. So it was kind of like a very uh, cool degree because I learned how to record my own music that I wrote. And like I basically learned how to do everything for myself. It was like a very cool degree. Yeah. Nice. And you did a master's and a doctorate, right? Yeah. So uh, the DMA, um, I just finished last May. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, that was in performance again. But it was very wide open. Like I had like a lot of. Um, opportunities to keep doing my writing and performing and studying other areas as well. So I also studied a lot of classical trombone during the DMA. I did a cognate, which is kind of like a minor um, in classical trombone performance as well. Nice. Yeah. So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit more about this album? I know you were talking about the, the title track, Freedom, before, but wh who's in the band and what's all the music you're going to be recording? Yeah, so... Um, Actually, uh, my second year at Juilliard, I played in a, in a group that was this exact same instrumentation. It was um, four horns, uh, trombone, trumpet, tenor sax, alto sax, piano, bass, and drums. And so I started writing music for this ensemble. Um, it's been like, I guess, close to 10 years now um, ago. And uh, every Tuesday and Thursday for ensemble rehearsals, I'd bring in, try to bring in new charts. And I started amassing this pretty big book <clears throat> of music. and. Uh, when I came down to Miami, I continued writing for this instrumentation. I've always really liked it because it kind of has that big band type sound, but without the amount of people. And it also has the ability to have a little bit more of an intimate sound as well when you like break the, uh, um, 
the group into smaller pieces. Um, so this album features 10 of my originals that like I've written over the last like 10 years or so. Um, some of them are a little bit older than, than others and some of them are stuff, stuff that I've written the last few years and uh, some in the last few months. So yeah, it's gonna be all original music and um, the band is um, kind of still in flux because we've had some scheduling issues but um, the horn section is completely set, which I'm really excited about. Um, I have a trumpeter here from Miami named uh, John Kaz. Uh, he's a trumpeter and flugelhorn player. Mm -hmm. uh, Melvin Butler, who plays in the Brian Blade Fellowship, really great tenor sax player. <clears throat> and um, Tom Kelly is an alto sax player that's also gonna be joining us. Um, and Tal Cohen, uh, the pianist, um, Israeli-Australian pianist, uh, crazy mix but um that should be cool and then i recently just signed on um this bass player dion kerr okay. who's uh, also a local miami guy and uh ludwig um alfonso on uh on drums who's a new york guy but he also has connections here in miami so he's down here off and on so it should be a really great band i'm really looking forward to it nice and when are you guys recording soon yeah so uh the recording dates are set for uh may the end of may so um, this Indiegogo campaign is like very like, you know, this is like serious. I have to get like get on this and get a lot of as much support as I can to make make sure that this is able to happen at the end of May. So what are some of the rewards you're offering? Tell people a little bit about what uh, what they can do if they go and visit <clears throat> the campaign. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, like starting from like the lowest reward, uh, if you uh, donate ten dollars, you get a digital download. $25, um, you get the physical copy of the CD, and then for $40, you'll get a signed copy of the CD. Uh, 50 bucks, you get a poster and the CD. Um, and then uh, up to like $500, we have stuff where you get to name the next composition that I write for, for the group. Um, house concerts, um, private lessons, uh, like a listening sessions with the band, uh, hang out with the band, go to lunch, all types of things like that. So there's a lot of cool rewards that people can check out. Yeah. And how can they find it? Where can we send people? So uh, if you just go to the website indiegogo.com mm -hmm. and then just search my name Javier Nero, I should it should come up. The uh, the, the name is uh, Javier Nero Septet Album Freedom is uh, like the full the full, full thing. Name. But search my name Javier Nero on Indiegogo. It should it should come up. It should be pretty easy to find. Nice. And so what yeah. else are you up to these days? I know you're done with school. You're teaching a little bit. You're playing. Like, what's happening? Yeah, so um, I've been teaching at a, a high school called Coral Gables High School. It's um, it's kind of like a little bit of a, like a low-income school. And uh, I teach for a nonprofit uh, company called um, Young Musicians Unite. And it's a pretty cool program because what they do is they find these schools in the Miami area that don't really have the funding to have different types of like music education and then they they partner up with the school and, and put teachers there so uh, the school I'm teaching at right now they have like a wind ensemble and like orchestra but they didn't have the funding to also have a jazz band so now this nonprofit comes in and hires me and um, I teach uh, jazz now at the school and they otherwise would not have had that so the the nonprofit also has uh, like 10 other locations where they teach rock classes, et cetera. Oh. And some schools don't even have music at all other than the nonprofit stuff. Wow. Um, and then <clears throat> other than that, I've just been gigging, freelance musician. Uh, I do a lot of weddings and like private events here in Miami. It's like quite a commercial city sure. in a lot of ways. 
and uh, jazz gigs and performances with my own band as well. So nice. Yeah. So so what's what's next? I mean, you're working on the record. It's going to come out sometime. But like, what what else are you working on? I know you're big into big band writing and stuff. Is that something we could expect from you? Yeah, um, the first project right now is just the seven-piece group. I tried to keep it simple for yeah. the first recording project. But um, I definitely I want to record my big band music very soon. I already have like like an album's worth, maybe even two albums worth of music um, that's already ready to go for that. Um, but uh, next step for me is trying to get this, this first album out and hopefully try to get some tours going and like tour around and perform this music. And um, yep. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So, um, you know, you know, something I think you might have an interesting perspective on because, you you know, you moved to New York. You kind of did your undergrad, finished and moved on to something else. When you when you think back to like coming to New York and being in New York as a jazz musician, what are some you know things that you you when you reflect back on that you're like New York is you know important for or maybe it's not as important for? You know, how do you see, you know, all of that, you know, as a musician? Yeah, um, New York is something I think that definitely anyone that's actually serious about playing jazz, like I think everyone needs to experience that. Um, although there are like really great players everywhere, I feel mm -hmm. um, like the culture of New York is one that kind of really like values the tradition and like the authenticity of of certain eras and styles of jazz that I feel like I don't really hear as prominently in other areas. Like so here in Miami, there are some really great players. But like the the general culture here is more of like original music or a little bit more palatable music, uh, whatever that what however you choose to think that word word is. But a lot of straight eights, a lot of backbeat type oriented stuff, which is great. But I don't really hear as many people here that are really really into like learning tunes, really learning how to swing, um, really into like learning how to play the blues in a very authentic sense. So I think uh, that's one of the things that I really took out of being in the city, just being in that environment where everyone was like really into jazz, not just into playing instrumental improvised music, but like really the tradition of jazz. And I think that that's something that's really important that everyone should should experience at least at some point if they're really into the into this music, you know? Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and so where do you see yourself from here? Do you, are you going to stay in Miami? Are you thinking about other things? What's next? Or are you kind of set up? <clears throat> Um, I'm still uh, open to moving other places. You know, mm -hmm. Miami's really nice. It's really easy to get comfortable here. Sure. You know? um, we have great weather. You know, all kinds of like nice perks here. But um, yeah, like currently, I'm looking for college teaching positions also. So like, depending upon how that how that pans out, I think I'm I'm willing to make a move somewhere, provided that there is like it's like a big enough scene or city where I could still be performing and and playing, keeping my chops up. I don't want to just turn into just an academic that teaches. You know, I want to be in a place where I can continue to hone my own skills. Sure. Yeah. Awesome, man. So thanks so much for taking some time today. Where, where's the best place for people to connect with you online? I know we can go to Indiegogo to find the campaign, but where else can people find you? Yeah, um, I have a website. Um, it's just my name, JavierNero.com. And uh, you can check out, I have like a bunch of videos and music there. And uh, I'm going to start trying to use my Facebook page a little bit more often. That's just called Javier Nero Music. Cool. Uh, it's on, uh, on Facebook and on Instagram also. 
Um, it's uh, N-E-R-O-J-A-V, my last name, and then the first three letters of my first name, Nero Hav. Uh, you can follow me on there. I've been posting videos a little bit more often lately. So, uh, yeah, thanks, Nick. Yeah, awesome. Well, we will link up all the uh, appropriate places, and uh, good luck with the campaign, and we'll check back in with you soon. Cool. Thanks a lot, man. You got it. All right, man. Have a good day. So that's Javier. I'm going to put the link to his project in the description below. If you want to support him, you can find him on Facebook. You can find him on Instagram and all the usual places. But if you want to check out more about that, he does have some more additional video content available. I've seen on Instagram and on his Facebook page talking about the record, talking about some of the musicians on the record and all of that sort of thing. So good luck to Javier. I wish you the best. Hope that uh, you guys can go and support him and his project. And as always, thanks for being here. Thanks for watching or listening to Over Here. And we'll see you guys back here at the same time next week.